0: Well, hey, everybody, welcome to our midweek podcast. I'm Pastor Josh, and today I have uh, Pastor Marvin. Yeah. How, How are you everybody
1: doing? I'm doing well. Thanks. Good. Thanks, Thanks Josh. Good to Thanks have for you. having me.
0: Well, uh, today I really wanted to talk about your past sermon this weekend. I, th- I thought was fantastic. Uh, and the way that you brought out the idea of creation and God creating men and women uh, equally but differently. And you kind of worked around that, that the... The, the beauty of the Imago Dei, the image of God that we're created in. But there was a point in your sermon where you, you went after something that I thought was, I just thought was, was really well done. Um, you talked about things like gender confusion, uh, same-sex attraction, and how the uniqueness of how God has created us, male and female, is the stance for the believer, is the stance for the Christian to take for sure. But how to interact with folks that are non-binary or have a different idea of sexuality, of gender, of all of, all that other stuff, you went at it from such a gracious, compassionate stance. And what I really wanted to do was just kind of flesh that out with you a little bit. All right. um, so, so why why take that stance in, in that sermon specifically about that? Because there's so many conflicting ideas that are going around, and yet, you said that you hope that the people of God would would engage these folks with compassion, with mercy, with love, and with open arms. So, what does that look like? Yeah.
1: So the the very basis, the foundation for all of this is the fact that every human is created in God's image, mm-hmm. and I, I tried to make the point that that is what actually gives value. That's what gives dignity. It's not. It's there's not. It's not outside of us, that the things outside of us like wealth, power, status, those mm-hmm. kinds of things. Those don't give us dignity or value. It's the image of God in us. Mm-hmm. So you have, uh, uh, you know, it, within our culture, there's growing awareness that people have very different opinions about uh, life and lifestyles and life decisions and, um, you know, issues of gender, issues of same-sex attraction. All of those kinds of things are very much on on the cultural agenda these days, and my sense is that over the last number of years, um, it's it's become a very polarizing mm-hmm. uh, kind of thing, and um, and I think we need to get kind of just be reminded that every person is created in the image yeah. of God, whether they believe they are or not. Our belief is, and that's the foundation from yeah. which we uh, from which we work. Uh, and, and so given that, there may be people that I, I disagree with their lifestyle sure. or I disagree with who they think they are, uh, but that should never be a barrier to compassion, to relationship. And uh, I think of the example of Jesus that he was known uh by his critics, as one who engaged with people that they disagreed with, yeah. and my my and very clear sense is that Jesus would have also disagreed with their lifestyle. I think of the woman caught in adultery,
0: yeah.
1: uh, and uh, nobody said the adultery was good. Jesus wasn't affirming adultery in any way, but his engagement with her was what was important sure. because she was she was made in God's image. She her value was was derived from that, and she was not devalued because of Life choices, or her orientation, or those kinds of things. So, I think that's the starting point. Yeah. And um, uh, and and so, while on on the weekend, I didn't want to address all kinds of issues. Absolutely. Uh, I think I want people to come to terms with the situations around them, and and particularly the people around them. All of us have people in our world who we see things very differently. Absolutely. Uh, and and so we come from that that basic point that people are made in the image of God that's the starting point. And if they are made in the image of God, then my role is to move with care and
0: compassion for them yeah. regardless of where they are in their in their journey. I just love that your your focus was about leaving conversations open. Yes. And I think in a time where People are so polarized. I mean, you know, we, even this morning, we went out to breakfast and we talked about polarization in, in some various senses, politically or culturally or whatever. Like, what you said was about literally leaving a door open and room for people to have conversations, to be the people of God that actually love folks, care for folks and have conversation with people. Why, why is that so important for followers of Jesus to do? to leave room for conversations with people that we might not necessarily um, agree with. And I think the point also is those folks don't necessarily agree with us. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think for me, it comes from the modeling that Jesus did. Yeah. The fact
1: that he was known by his, uh, you know, by his critics, he was known as somebody who ate with what they considered to be sinners. So I think that's the starting point. You'll, you'll actually never win an argument uh, with somebody that you don't like or appreciate yeah. or express concern or care. So you can yell at one another, and that's often what's happened. I think the the, the people of God have often been known for what they're against mm. and not not that they're pro-people. And I think I'm just contending for let us be pro-people um, and, and just let God do what God does in the context of that kind of compassion. Um, we had an experience, uh, I've told, told you about it, Josh, uh, a few years ago, we, we ended up uh, having supper uh, every night for, I think, 12 nights or something uh, with a group of people. Uh, and as far as I know, none of them around the table were Christ followers, mm-hmm. but we had supper every night. I was on a vacation. And uh, two of them were, uh, it was a, a, a two, two uh, gentlemen who were married uh, to one another, um, one of them had actually um, was anti-evangelical, had gone and protested at churches sure. that were doing um, you know um, anti-gay kind of stuff, and uh, I remember the first night thinking, oh, okay, this could be very interesting. Sure. As night after night, and we we often closed down the the the, the restaurant because it was the conversations were long. Wow. Uh, I really you know I just recognized I really like these guys yeah. and they said to my wife and I you're the nicest Christians we've ever met. Wow. And I thought that is really sad cuz we've only known you for <laughs> 12 days for these 10 or 12 yeah. days and you have not run into believers who you who've shown you care and concern. Mm-hmm. Did we we didn't convince them they didn't convince us in terms of lifestyle and all of that kind of sure. stuff. But I felt that that was a better context than if we would have just yelled at each other from across the table because we were, you know, in disagreement or whatever. I just think that love actually wins the day. And I don't know how that's going to play out in the lives of those that we touch. But I think Mm -hmm. it works out better. Um, It doesn't mean that you don't state your position and Mm -hmm. and hold to some, um, you know, some things that you believe are absolute truth. But I think compassion
0: is is a much better route to go than yelling at one another. And it, I think the way that you're framing it is it's beyond just a particular group of people. It's sure. it's people in general. I love that you said that you're pro people. Right. Uh, and and that when you look at the scriptures, that is really Jesus because it's not only the woman in caught in adultery. It's tax collectors and uh, folks that were on the margins that nobody nobody wanted. Jesus was willing to put himself in those spaces to be with those people. Uh, and I, I think the joy of it is when you, when we're saying we're a community on the journey to be more like Jesus, that's exactly what Jesus did.
1: Right, and it is a journey and I recognize that there are people within our church family who struggle uh, with same gender attraction, who struggle uh, to kind of make sense of, of what they feel is, they're trapped in the wrong body sure. or the gender issues or all of those kind of things. Wouldn't it be better to be a place where people can process that and not, and not feel uh, a sense of condemnation over the
0: processing, but a safe place to uh, to land? No, I think that's fantastic. That's so good. Uh, any last encouragements for folks that uh, have a heart to engage, but sometimes don't know how? What Are, are there any resources that you've read or, or anything that has helped you along the way that... Um i don't know about resources so much but i think if you're interested in people and if if, if,
1: and it comes back to how you see people how you see people that you agree with or disagree with uh, if you see them as created in god's image engage them for the value that the image of god brings to them in the same way that you want to be engaged because of your intrinsic value as a person made in god's
0: image oh so good So good. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Great. Uh, That, uh, yeah, that was significant. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you're looking for other episodes, please go to elamchurch.podbean.com. You can also go to iTunes and search up Elam Church. We're the first church there. Please click. All of the episodes are available. And if you want to find out anything else about Elam, you can go to elamchurch.ca. Again, thank you for listening. We so appreciate it. We hope you have an amazing Wednesday. See you next week.